Hello, coming at you with another Instagram live today. So again, same as I said in like a couple episodes ago, um, if the audio quality is a little bit wonky, if you hear me, you know, speaking (laughs) as if I'm on an Instagram live, it's because I was, but the content is so gold. So I hope you enjoy listening. Welcome to Spacious the podcast for business owners, leaders, and CEOs who desire simplicity, sustainability, and spaciousness in their lives and in their companies. In this podcast, we'll dive deep with lessons, perspective shifts, coaching, and guests to help you find and create a spaciously successful business. I'm so glad you're here. We're trying this again. Um, apologies. I forgot to set up my podcast mic and I want this to go on the podcast. So we are ready now. Um, hi. So excited to be doing another live with y'all. Um, if you are listening to, oh gosh, the reactions are happening. My goodness. Um, if you're watching the replay, go ahead and drop a comment. Let me know that you're here so I can connect with you. And if you're listening on the podcast now that the audio is improved because I actually got the podcast mic set up you're welcome. Um, and coming out with me over on Instagram too. Okay. So I want to talk about banishing imposter syndrome today. Um, I did a poll asking what y'all wanted to talk about, like maybe a week ago. And, um, it was kind of neck and neck. Y'all were, y'all were all wanting like multiple things. So I decided to go with this one. And of course we can always talk about the other ones later, but let's talk about imposter syndrome. Some things that I think are really important to start this conversation off is just some reminders, like every business owner, like every human that I know at some point or another, for one reason or another, in one space of their life or another has felt this, like this isn't, this doesn't have to be a big deal, right? And I personally have like reframed why we feel this into like a couple of things that I'm actually really proud of. So for example, maybe you feel imposter syndrome because you just really want to do good work in the world and you want to help people. And of course, there's a part of you that wants to make sure that the work that you're doing is actually helpful and actually effective. Like what a beautiful thing, what a beautiful attribute that you have or, and, or Maybe you're just like a really intelligent person who can see a lot of different viewpoints, a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different ways. And so like, what an incredible quality that, you know, you have, of course, it makes sense that sometimes you would question your own ways as like the best way because you're really smart. You can see a lot of different angles. And so I share those kind of as like, you know, a fun little way to reframe it. But I think that these things are true. And I think, you know, in imposter syndrome, it kind of shows up like, almost like we've taken these attributes and like pulled them to like the lowest end of the expression or something like that. And in reality, like these are just things that are great. It's great that you're intelligent. It's great that you want to do good work and help people. Like that's amazing. Let's really focus in on those qualities, right? And the reminder here is that you can still continue to do incredible work in the world. You can still, you know, really help people really make a positive impact, be wildly intelligent, of course, Um, without having to like suffer from imposter syndrome. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How, where did we get started with that? So first things first, let's, let's introduce this idea that you can have a way, uh, a method, a methodology, a practice, a tool, a process, a framework, whatever word there, right? The system 
that is so supportive and so helpful and in no way, shape, or form diminishes anyone else's other like tool, framework, process system. I find that this idea like really trips a lot of people up. They like they struggle to claim that like theirs is the best because they're intelligent enough, wise enough to recognize like that that's super subjective, right? Like that's you could never actually prove that. And that's okay because you don't have to prove that. You don't have to claim best at the like disparagement of others. Instead, you can just claim that yours is, you know, the best way for your target audience, for the people who, you know, think or believe or care about whatever value that you hold true. Like the people that, you know, like this or that or the other thing, like you get to say that this is the best way for my people, the people that I am here to serve, right? Like, for example, I know that I am not the best coach for like the Gary V types in the world. And I don't want to be like, that's not my lane. However, I can claim that I am, I can claim and I can own this. Like, I feel like I am the best coach for those who desire ease, simplicity, spaciousness, who highly value integrity. Like if that's your wheelhouse, that's my shit. I am the best coach for you. I can claim that because that is narrowing in on who I'm really here to serve, right? Like that's my unique magic. That's my special gift. That's why people come into my world, want to be my client, be my client for years, buy every single thing I create and so on. And so like, it's really important in your own discovery of that is, is just checking in with like, what is true? What is embodied for me? Um, and for like the work that I do, like I can claim that because that's so true for me. Like that is, I live and breathe this shit, you know? So in a way, what I want to offer you is that you get to do this kind of in a vacuum. And this is going to be maybe different from what you like think or have heard, you get to this in a vacuum. You don't have to prove that your methodology, your system, your framework, your process is, is like the best in the world or better than your competitors or better than someone else's. That's, that's a big battle. That's overwhelming. And it's, it's subjective, right? Like we can never know that we can never prove that, but you do get to claim that in your lane, in your wheelhouse for your specific people, you're the shit. Like you get to claim that. And if that feels unclear, if that feels like, I don't know what, what that lane is or who those people are, that's really where your work starts. And that's not an imposter syndrome like problem. That's like a brand strategy problem, brand foundation problem, right? You don't have to be the best designer or the best coach or the best whatever. Narrow in that scope. Like be more unique, which you already are unique because you're a human, right? Be the best at your specific process, your specific framework, where the competition is non-existent. It's just you. Does that make sense? And that also means, and here's like my six line wisdom if you're into human design, you've got to be walking your talk. You've got to be your best case study. You've got to be your best testimonial of your own work. If someone came to me right now and they watched this and they were like, you know what, Caitlin? No, I disagree with you. How you speak about, oh gosh, the reactions are too much. Sorry. Um, I disagree with you. I feel like how you speak about imposter syndrome doesn't work. It doesn't help me. Like that reaction wouldn't deter me from sharing this. That wouldn't change my experience of this because what I'm talking to you about right now, what I'm teaching you about right now, this training is exactly how I did it. It's how I've stopped struggling with imposter syndrome. Like I'm grounded in that. I'm walking my talk in that. I'm like leading by example, right? And I could say like to that person, for example, hey, look, like 
I understand if this doesn't feel relevant to you or helpful to you, but in my experience, this is the only thing that actually has helped me move through imposter syndrome. And this work works for me and it works for people that I've shared it with. And like bonus points, it also has helped my business a lot too, right? This is making sense. Like, okay, let's do like a metaphor. You know, I love a metaphor that's like nothing to do with business. Imagine that you, what do we want it to be? You have like a family recipe that has been passed down for like generations and you're like, you're obsessed with it. It's like your favorite recipe. It's a a pie recipe. I don't even know how to cook pie, but like it's the best pie ever. And then one day someone eats it and they're like, ew, this is disgusting. I hate this. This is so gross. Like, would you care? I'm guessing you wouldn't care because you'd be like, this is my family's pie recipe. This is, I love this recipe. I've eaten this for my entire life. Everyone that I know loves this recipe. We all look forward to eating it every year or whatever it is. Like, if you don't like it, that's fine. But like my people, my family, my crew, like we like it. We're all about it. It's not like suddenly you're like, oh no, am I actually a bad baker because this one person doesn't like it? Like, No, that's okay. They don't have to like it. And to be clear, like I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them for not liking it. Like there's nothing wrong with anybody. I mean, maybe if they're like rude in how they present that information, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> but it's not like, it's not like an us versus them equation. It's just like, oh, cool. Like this pie isn't for you or this client isn't for you. Like, that's okay. We don't have to be for everybody. Somebody else can make them a better pie. Someone else can be a better coach for them. Someone else can be a better designer for them. And you get to serve your people. And that's that. And we just go our separate ways. And that's fine. It doesn't mean anything about anyone. You get me? Okay. So what this is like really a conversation about is is developing your personal brand at the end of the day. Because one, you're, when you're in your own lane, you don't have competition. You cannot be an imposter when you're just being you. So all of this is actually a conversation about building that personal brand. And y'all, this is, you've already heard me saying this. I'm sure you've heard other people saying this too. This is the year. This is the time. Like we are here. We have arrived. <laughs> you need to be thinking about your business in this way. You need to be thinking about your business as a personal brand because people are buying from humans, humans who are real humans doing real human things. It's time to be even more of a human in your business. Like that's just what it is. It's time to be more of a human in your business. You don't have to be the most professional. You don't have to have the most decorum. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be like, like prim and proper. You just get to be a human. And that is what people want. And like, it's time to do it. It's time to infuse even more of you in everything you do. Because then there's no way that anyone could say you were an imposter. There's no way that you can have any competition because you're just you. Who can compete in this arena when it's just you? There is no competition. There is no imposter syndrome. So with that being said, here are some things I want you to start thinking about in regards to this conversation about personal branding and building your personal brand. Just to be clear, this is about more than just colors and fonts and all of that. That stuff is important. That stuff is really fun. I love aesthetics. I am someone who is very much driven by aesthetics. It's one of my highest values, but like this goes even deeper than that. Like it's yes and, right? Yes have amazing colors, have amazing bonds, have an amazing like visual brand. This is even deeper than that. What feels really important to me if you're thinking about that kind of stuff is like, 
is the things that you're choosing to present yourself with reflective of who you are and the experience of what it's like to, to be in your world, to work with you. So like, for example, I used to, um, I used to get really caught up in, in, in the, the idea of like a aesthetic that was like really, really like loud and like poppy and like pops of color. That's not really my personality. So you might see that and be like, oh, like Caitlin's like, like really crazy and really loud and like in your face. And that's what my visual brand would say. But then you would come into my world and you'd work with me and I'm actually like super chill and super calm. And that would be confusing, right? That, that would be not congruent. And so when you're, when you're thinking about that aspect of a personal brand, I want it just to be a congruent experience. I want you to have like the same vibe across everything that you do. Right. But this conversation about personal branding is actually goes way deeper than that. That's like surface level, like literally. Um, instead, I want you to keep pulling deeper, keep pulling deeper and really start to question like, what are some, you know, unique to you moments, phrases, ideas, et cetera, that you want to like really lean into. So like, what do you want to be known for? What do you want people to start associating with you? Um, so for example, like for a long time, I I used to post like nonstop gifs or gifs or however you say it of um, Schitt's Creek, like the show. And like people still associate that with me. Like people still like send me little like Alexis Rose things and say like, this made me think of you. Like people associate that now with me. People definitely associate like cats and animal pictures with me. People send me pictures of their animals like all the time. Um, people also send me like, I don't know what they're called, like you know, like, like people who are like poets and stuff on, on Instagram, like they post like really beautiful, like, like paragraphs of words or whatever. People like send me that stuff all the time. And like, I think of you, or this made me think of you. And it's because I post that kind of stuff too. Like every Friday I do a recap and like a lot of it is that kind of stuff. And so like this, this personal brain idea has gone deeper that now people see things out in the world and they associate it with me and they think of me. It's like they're immersed into like what it is like to be in my world. And they're like, Oh, Caitlin, which is great. And they do that because I've repetitively, 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 like shared those things and brought those things up. And like, it's authentic to me. Like, that's actually who I am. I'm actually obsessed with the Shits Creek. I'm actually obsessed with my cats. I'm actually like, I'm an Enneagram four. Like, of course I like the like, you know, poems or whatever on the internet, <laughs> but like, it's because I've shared those things first and started to like build that resonance that people now say, oh, I associate that with you. That has become part of my personal brand. So that's something I want you to think about for you. You don't make this up. Like this is just true to who you are, right? Another thing I want you to consider is like, what do I stand for? What do I believe in? In my world, we call these your brand beliefs. And this is like a huge conversation inside of almost all of my offers. This is definitely a big part of the Ease Mastermind because whatever your brand beliefs are, it is so important for you to show up in congruence with these things, embodying these things so that, again, you're not making these things up. You're not like, oh, I think I believe this. So I'm just going to like say, I believe this because it sounds nice. You're going to be like, what am I living and breathing and congruent with? What am I actually like an example of, and how can I show up like that even more in my business and build this brand around it, build this like whole personality, this whole, I don't even want to say build that personality because that is your personality, but like build this recognition around it. So an example for me is like, you know, I talk about ease. I talk about simplicity. I talk about spaciousness. I talk about not always being on. I talk about having like distance sometimes between you and your business so that you can take care of the human. Like I talk about all of these things. An example of that is like, you rarely, if ever see me post on the weekends. Like you don't, I'm not like updating my Instagram stories during the weekends. 
And that's because I'm like walking my talk. I'm embodying this belief. I'm focusing on the human. I'm living my life. I'm taking care of me. Um, I'm showing by example, like that I believe that you don't always have to be on for your business to work. And, and I just think like, you have those, you have that version of you for your business, for what you stand for, for what you believe in. And this isn't just for coaches either. Like no matter what you do, you have this already. And so it's time for you to start like really recognizing yourself like, okay, this is what I stand for. This is how it shows up. I'm going to lean into this. I'm going to make this an experience of what it's like to be in my world to work with me. Okay. Went a little on a riff there. <laughs> so anyways, I want you to start thinking through these things. And like, if this is something that you feel like, okay, I I'm in, I want to build this personal brand. I want to show up in this way. I want to really step into my leadership in this way. The ease mastermind is a great space to get supported in that. If you're ready to really, yeah, like show up as a leader this year and build a brand, build an experience of your brand, this is a space that I can help you do that. And if you want to hear more, you can always DM me. Thanks for listening. What was your takeaway from this episode? What action are you going to take? Come share it with me over on Instagram. It's linked in the show notes. There, you will also find any other important information from this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not share it with a friend or leave a review? This helps others find the show, and I would be so grateful for your support.